Hello everyone, Mark here with a teaser of what's happening over on Patreon. Every month a new bonus episode is released on Patreon for members to show my appreciation of the support they are extending to the show. These bonus episodes have allowed me to head back through the series episodes where I take topics that were covered briefly and then explore them in a little more detail. These bonus episodes haven't taken anything away from my initial vision of the series, but have allowed me to supplement it with topics in isolation. This teaser is designed to give you an idea of the topics we cover and if these bonus episodes would be of interest to yourself. The teaser for the latest release will remain on the normal feed for a month and then replace with the teaser of the next bonus episode to come out. If you are interested in supporting the series, please consider heading over to the Casting Through Ancient Greece Patreon page, where you can get access to these bonus episodes plus other benefits. Hello everyone and welcome back for another bonus episode, where we will now be looking a little closer at the Spartan education system known as the Agoge. We are keeping with the theme of the early development of both Athens and Sparta. We have looked to their earliest foundation stories found in myth and legend. This saw us focusing on Heracles and his descendants to see how the Spartans saw their origins in Laconia, while we also saw how Athens would receive its name through competing gods, then its legendary foundations as a democracy and polis system through the hero Perseus. After these episodes, we then moved on to the two influential figures who were important in the early foundation of both these cities. Lycurgus was credited with being Sparta's lawgiver, being responsible for many of their institutions synonymous with Sparta. While we then looked to some interesting tales around the Athenian lawmaker Solon and his travels through Egypt and Lydia. Now we are going to move on to some of the institutions that were foundational to both of these cities. First, we are going to turn back to Sparta where we'll look a little deeper into the education system known as the Agoge. This system would be like nothing else that we come across in the Greek world for this time. Though as we will see, the history and how Sparta would arrange its society would develop differently to most city-states. Most societies would train or arrange their people in a way that would benefit the population as a whole, and with Sparta this would be no exception, with their situation leading to their very unique educational system. So let's first begin by outlining a general view of what the Ogogo was, then why it would appear to develop as it did. So let's first begin by outlining a general view of what the Ogogo was, then why it would appear to develop as it did. Then we'll move on to looking at the Ogogo and its different elements in more detail. Just keep in mind, much of what we know about the Ogogo comes from sources, not from within Sparta. So it is difficult to know how certain we can be on much of the detail. So, the Agoge would be the name given to the system of education that Sparta would develop within this society during the Archaic period and into classical times. The name Agoge roughly means to lead. However, during this early period, there is no indication that Sparta referred to this system of education as the Agoge. This wouldn't come about until the 3rd century BC. We, though, for convenience sake, label the system the Agoge, no matter what period of time we're looking at. In general, the Spartan Agoge would commence in childhood at seven years of age and would continue through into the early adult life of the future Spartiite. This was another feature of the Agoge, it was only open to male children of full Spartan citizens, known as Spartiites. Successful completion of the Agoge and acceptance into a mess would see one gain the status of Spartiite. The Spartan boys would find themselves moving through three distinct phases during their education, the first covering their childhood, the next their teenage years, while the last would see them through to 30, 
where they would then qualify as a full Spartan citizen. We will cover these periods in a little more detail as we continue into the episode. The purpose of the Igoge was to raise Spartan boys into men that would serve the Spartan state effectively, so as to keep the society functioning. A great deal of focus would be on shifting the focus from the individual and seeing that life would be viewed in the context of what benefits Sparta. Although much is made of the military training during the Igoge, this appears to only have made up some of the system and the main focus towards the end of the Igoge. Many other aspects would also be involved in training the young boys for adult life, such as hunting, dancing, singing, and other social activities. However, the main overarching theme was to de-individualize the Spartan and make him view himself as part of the collective. And as we will now get into, this system was set up in this manner to deal with the reality Sparta found itself in, through the years of its development and the interactions with its neighbours. When looking back at Sparta's early development in the series, we saw that they would begin as a somewhat unremarkable settlement in the Eurotas Valley, somewhere around 1000 BC. We would then see that the settlement would grow through the unification or takeover of another four nearby settlements, this now seeing them as one of the largest regional powers. This would then allow them to continue their growth over the generations to where they would dominate much of the valley region. This may have seen Spartan society built around a tribal system that favoured military attributes in this early development. Though it doesn't appear the formalised systems we recognise with the polis as being present in this early stage. These appear to develop once interactions with settlements and areas outside the valley region take place. It's these interactions that we start seeing appear in the early sources such as Herodotus, where descriptions of their development are given. Here we find that as a military power, they do not appear to stand out against others on the Peloponnese. It's in these interactions that we can perhaps find the early origins of the Ugoge system and other elements that would come to define classical Sparta. Messenia to the west would be a region that Sparta would focus on as they began expanding outside the Eurotas Valley. The area would prove to be excellent agricultural lands, something that was needed to support a growing society. This would see what is known as the Messenian Wars develop, the first appearing to take place somewhere around the mid to late 8th century. This would see Sparta gain control over the lands and the people. This would also see the beginnings of the Helic class in Sparta, captured peoples in these conquered regions that would be reduced to a slave status. They would still occupy the lands, but would be working for the benefit of Sparta. Well, I hope you enjoyed that taste of what's happening over on Patreon. If you would like to support the series, please consider heading over to Patreon we can gain access to the full version of this episode, plus many more. Alternatively, you can head to the Casting Through Ancient Greece website and click on the Support the Series button, where you can discover many ways to extend your support to the show. Thank you everyone for listening to the series, and I hope you continue to enjoy what is to come in the future.